following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And right now, everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can get boosted winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays with DraftKings' biggest payouts ever. So why bet on the NBA anywhere else? Bet on the Pistons or your favorite NBA team throughout the season. And right now, get that stepped-up same-game parlay boost up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Yes. Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. I just saw at thankyounotes.com, Dan Campbell sent a note to both Michigan and Michigan State and said thank you for taking the focus off of how bad we are as a coaching staff. Well, Aubrey Pleasant reports, I saw Dave Burkett, DB coach for the Lions, is gone. I, I think every coach is on the clock with the Lions. We'll talk about that later in the broadcast. But this post-Michigan, Michigan State tunnel gate, where the video, I, I first saw it from Matt Charbonneau from the Detroit News, who follows Michigan State. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? And again, it's it's fast moving. You don't know exactly what players are there. You do see a number one, which would be Anthony, if I'm not wrong. Um, there is, you, you see about eight, ten Michigan State players. It's in the tunnel. You know, James Franklin of Penn State was complaining about the tunnel. Uh, they've had no major incidents. People haven't been, like, wheeled away on stretchers. But this was ugly, nefarious, dirty, and full of cheap shots. It was a feeding frenzy on Michigan players. Well, you're getting, this is right after the game. Right after I left the Brands in Cascade with Mike Brands Sr. And thanks to those who stopped out. And you're trying to figure it out. You're, you know, what's going on here? And before you know it, uh, Ward Manuel is talking in the postgame presser. The Michigan AD Harbaugh. Uh, they're discussing that, you know, University of Michigan police had already stepped in. Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner, was there. I mean, this is just fast and furious. And the video is god-awful. Now, immediately on Saturday, Harbaugh said one player has a nasal or nasal injury from the altercation. Now, defensive backs... Uh, 
Jaden McBurls and Jamon Green identified at least two of the players involved, according to multiple reports. And we'll have more from Harbaugh's presser and Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. And then Jim Comperoni lit the gasoline-infused cord blaming Harbaugh and the adults in the room and the Michigan fan base went nuts on comp. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. Everybody who follows Michigan is incensed with comp, and they're like, well, you put them on the show. Yeah, I put people on. They have a right to their opinions. You know, I, I think, not I think, I know comp jumped the gun. So we'll talk to comp coming up later. Uh, we got Chris Ballas in a few moments. You know, everybody's still piecing this together in the investigation uh, is continuing with University of Michigan Police, the Big Ten, and uh, both schools involved. And state released a statement last night. And also four players have been suspended indefinitely until the investigation comes to a conclusion. That would be Kerry Crump, a cornerback, linebacker Tank Brown, safety Angelo Gross, and defensive end Zion Young. After MSU coach, uh, reading the quote here, Mel Tucker reviewed what he called, quote, disturbing electronic evidence. And now in Harbaugh's presser, which we'll have later, along with Mel Tucker's press conference from today, that Harbaugh's saying there are more angles about attacks on the Michigan players and apology isn't enough. He hasn't heard from Mel Tucker, which I, I find to be interesting, to say the least. You know, in comp... You know, before the facts were out there, Comp went and blamed Harbaugh and the the adults, and we've heard Franklin rail about the tunnel. You know, I I agree on one thing not not with this uh, tunnel fiasco melee, whatever you want to call it. That the teams, one team should go in until their locker room doors are closed; the other team doesn't roll in. Because it is intense in there. Have you seen that video from like last year at halftime when Michigan was catcalling Ohio State and there was a line of officials and you know security guards in between, but they were like, you could feel the intensity. That tunnel's like the octagon. But there is no justification for what is on video. And for some of the people that I've dealt with this since I posted everything, and went back and forth on Twitter, right, Saturday night through Sunday, even today. Well, what about the Michigan player that started it? Or what about, whoa, you know, this is the mob rule mentality in America that it's okay for 10 people to jump on one. And you blame the one guy. Where do you have a pass in America for 10 people to jump on one guy. Oh, well, they didn't do any damage. They didn't? Well, what are you talking about? A nasal injury. And now there's other video. I mean, comp to blame Harbaugh or anybody on the Michigan side was wrong. So what happens? I start hearing from Michigan State media privately, you're showing your true colors. Really? I'm showing my true colors. Watch the damn video. Well, he instigated. Really? Were you there? Were you there? This is what's wrong with Twitter. You know, and Comp has his Michigan State glasses on when he's writing for SpartanMeg.com. I get your loyalty, your fan base. 
And I respect everybody having their own opinion, whether I agree or disagree. And that will never change with this show. It won't. It won't. I, you know, I, in this cancel culture we live in, for someone to have an opinion, I'm not going to remove them from my show. But when Tom comes on, I will ask him, are you willing to say you jumped the gun on Hardball? And that will be interesting from SpartanMeg.com if Tom says, yes, I did. If he doesn't, I go, well, how are you dealing with the heat right now? So that's it, man. I mean, you can, I, all the facts aren't here. It's still being put together. And I'm going to play Tucker's 16 minutes and I think Harbaugh is 20 minutes where they're talking about this situation. Forget the game, which, you know, was what I expected. Michigan just went about their business and State couldn't stop the run and they didn't cover. But on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and they won easily. You know, settled for way too many field goals. If they convert the field goals, that's, you know, 50 to 7 game. But what happened afterwards, there is no, even if someone talks smack to you. I, I remember when I got jumped in Chicago around 2000, Superfly. Me and my buddy Ronnie Bell played football at Louisville. We got jumped by 20 people. And there was the media, even the mayor daily said, well, he shouldn't have been out that late. That you're justifying that 20 people can jump two people. And I had a nasal injury. And Jim Caproni Sr. at Chicago.com wrote a column that said Hughes shouldn't have been out late at night. The mayor said that. Oh, I went crazy on air. Yeah, take on the political machine in Chicago. How does that work, Bill? A year later, I'm in Grand Rapids. <laughs> oh, th- this... This mentality in America that's been rolling for about 20 years, give or take, that it's okay. Uh, that Well, the mob, that, that one person started it, so 10 people get a, uh, get a right to, you know, beat, kill, maim, shoot, stab. Now, this wasn't that. This People are like, oh, there's no punches. Oh, there's a helmet to the face, reportedly. Comp was out of line to blame Michigan on this one. I get you're frustrated that Michigan State was just manhandled most of the game outside of a spirited early effort where Michigan in the first half just doesn't look like the same team they look like in the second half. So I'll ask him in about 20 minutes, is he willing to say he made a mistake in blaming Harbaugh? And that's it. And now we'll bring in Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. He was at Harbaugh's press conference earlier today. Superfly said he had a maize and blue uh, boxing robe on, trunks, maize and blue gloves. He's ready to go. How you doing, buddy? Hey, unbiased journalist here, man. Just taking it all in, right? So you stole my thunder, though. I've got to tell you, that was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever read uh, from somebody. From a, uh, and we usually don't call out other journalists, but give me a break. And this is part of the mentality and part of the reason that this rivalry has gotten to where it is. Okay, you ignore everything that happened in the Mark D'Antonio era when you're talking about guys with helmets walking across the field and him behind them with a smirk and little brother comments and making fun of Mike Hart's height and everything else and 60 minutes of unnecessary roughness when they're twisting Denard Robinson's head at the bottom of a pile. But it's somehow Jim Harbaugh's fault that it's come to this. That is 
embarrassing. It's embarrassing that it was even brought up, let alone put in print or in, in writing. So that's the first thing I'll say. The second thing I'll say is that uh, when you see the video, uh, if you if you haven't changed your tune on it yet, and I don't care what colors you wear, if that were Michigan players assaulting a Michigan State player in a tunnel or, or an Ohio State player in a tunnel, I would flat out say those guys need to be gone. This is an embarrassment. You don't try to bury it or anything like that. And I said this about Juwan Howard when he, you know, people are trying to compare the situations and it's nothing, nothing close. Let's be honest and say that first. But when I, I said there was no excuse for it and he needed to be punished, he got five games. Michigan not only gave him three, uh, they, they attacked on a couple of extra games for him because they wanted to do the right thing. It always seems like, you know what? It's like, okay, they're going to take the steps necessary as, as the the facts are presented, as they are proven, but there is video out there now, uh, uh, Bill of Jacoby Winman, right in the middle of all of it, and he hasn't been suspended yet. But he was one of the players that was holding uh, uh, onto Jamon Green as he was being built the beaten with a helmet. He puts his helmet back on, holds him. It appears that he takes a punch. So this is the ESPN video, and you can look at it yourself. Uh, Brad Galley from local television down here has it up. But uh, just a, a sad situation, and, and really deflects from the fact that Michigan pounded them, uh, just like we said when predicted that they would. Uh, but it's gotten to a point now where something has to be done, and I'm hoping it's beyond just the Big Ten and beyond a statement. As Jim Harbaugh said today, it needs to be apologies aren't going to cut it in this case. There needs to be some action here by the police, and I think you're going to see that. All right, so Chris, let's just, from what you now have seen with new video from Harbaugh's presser you were at earlier today, we're going to play that in its entirety coming up later here on the Huge Show. Who are the players involved that have been confirmed that you see from the Michigan side to the Michigan State side? Yeah, well, four have been suspended, and you've got that there in front of you. Right. Uh, I don't know the name. Yeah, it's a Tank Brown, uh, Kerry Crump, yeah. uh, Angelo Gross, and Zion Young. Yeah, and I since I you know what I can't uh, I can't comment because I haven't seen I haven't watched enough to see which players were involved other than the video that just came out you see uh, number four and there's only number one number four on the roster and uh, that's Jacoby Winman putting his helmet on and holding the kid and taking a swing it appears while Curry Crump it appears is the one beating uh, Jamon Green with the helmet so uh, then you see uh, to their credit you see some Michigan State players trying to get their their kids back into the tunnel uh this new video shows and i give them credit for that it looks like their director of operations is running away from it believe it or not if that's who we think it is so um i'm not positive but uh it's it's really it's unbelievable when you're watching it you're almost like you know it's like rod moore said today michigan safety he said i couldn't even watch the rest of it you know knowing how i feel about Jaden mcburrows the mcburrows thing is almost even worse they pull him as jim harbaugh said separately into the media there's a, a media tunnel that goes off from the main tunnel and they pull him over there and they start beating on him and it looks like uh, somebody certainly got a punch in there that uh, appears to have caused the nasal injury and we think it's probably a broken nose Mm. at this point so uh, it was ugly man and there's no excuse for it as Jim Harbaugh said today because there were a couple of guys that said well well why were they going into the tunnel well there was video last week of the Michigan players walking up the tunnel even after the halftime crap they were walking up to the tunnel together with their arms around each other and talking about the game some of these guys that are friends and as Harbaugh said, in 100 years, this has never happened in a post-game incident. So, uh, and we see it at, at Michigan State has one tunnel. We saw it go back to when Michigan beat them in 2004 or three up down there. And 
Chad Henney, or it might have been 2006 even, Chad Henney going into the tunnel by himself. You know, his Michigan State players are running up there and nothing happened there. But it's got to be, it's not about, okay, there's not enough security or this or that. This is about decency, man, and understanding here the bigger picture that this thing's gotten out of control. And uh, it's it's to the point now, like you said, with this mob mentality that people think that they can do whatever they want whenever they want. And it's just, uh, it's unfortunate. But you know what? Um, they've got games to play on Saturday. As Harbaugh said, they aren't even haven't really even started to think about that yet because they haven't been able to. And and he's very confident that there's going to be some police action here. And and Jermon Green has already pressed charges. We expect more charges will come as more video surfaces. Now, did I see was because again the numbers and everything was it Anthony's number one? Was he was he trying to get into the tunnel, pushed out, or was no. that wasn't that one, him? Or, no, that was McBurrows. McBurrows also, yep, he also wears the same number. And okay. Harbaugh said today, yep, they were walking up the tunnel together. All right, and that's, that's what it. they do. Yep, and Jamon Green always goes into the tunnel first. And whether it's because he wants to get out and see his parents or whatever, he always wants to be the first one to the locker room. It happened last week. It happened the week before. It wasn't like he was going up there trying to taunt anybody or anything like that. And there's absolutely no evidence whatsoever that these guys were saying anything or doing anything to provoke. Uh, there's always trash talk, though, Bill. And even if they're trash talking, there is absolutely no reason whatsoever uh, to assault somebody for it. It's just the way it is. But we were seeing film. You'll, you'll see film at the bottom of the pile at the end of that game. You had Michigan State players taking swings at Blake Corum at the bottom of the pile after he's tackled when the, when the score is 29-7. to 7. It's out of control, man. And it needs to be the, the level of hatred has, has really – uh, taking this rivalry in a bad direction, and if you want to blame somebody, uh, blame blame. You know what? When Mark Antonio got here, things changed, and they thrived on it. They absolutely, they absolutely ate it up. It was like red meat to the fan base, and it, it, need, it needs to stop, man. Something or before something really serious, even more serious than this happens. You know, I am looking at the Brad Galley footage, TV guy from ABC Seven in Detroit, and oh my lord, this is a whole nother side of it that. I haven't seen, or I don't think a lot of people, even the views aren't super big right now. He posts about an hour ago. I, I would think there should be another round of suspensions coming off of this video by right. Michigan State. And you, would think that, and you would think that Michigan State already would have seen this, right? And they would have already taken those steps, but they don't. And it, it almost seems like, and this is just my opinion, that they you're sweep, you try to sweep things under the rug. You know, okay. Oh, no no starters get suspended. Right, exactly. And uh, and to me, that's disgusting. But that seems to be the culture up there. And I've said this many times. And until that changes, this rivalry is not going to change and things aren't going to change. It's just bizarre to me. Uh, I don't understand it. And uh, you hate to see it. But that's the twist and the turn that this rivalry has taken. You know, there's always been – everybody talks about the respectful rivalry, Michigan and Ohio State. And, yeah, there was some tunnel shenanigans last year and everything else. But at the end of the day, those guys shake hands. And just like the Michigan-Penn State game last week, you see them walking up the tunnel together. For some reason, they can't get there with this rivalry, and uh, and that needs to change, man. Flat out, it needs to change. Otherwise, it's going to get worse and worse. Yeah, I'm looking at this ESPN tunnel video. Yeah, I, I if you're if you're Michigan State, you have got to this video. Who's ever? And again, I'm doing the show live, and I can't really dive in on the numbers. And it was all moving so fast, but anybody. Now caught on this video also needs to be suspended. Don't don't suspend guys who don't play or who are backups and say, you know, which Mel Tucker did today, that they they will cooperate, they will look into it. Uh, and but this video is just 
Cotto, I'm surprised with so many security and adults around. I'm not going to. I'm not blaming anybody here, Chris. But with so much security in that tunnel, how were people not like flies on you know what in a second? Right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And but it looked like some of those security guards were about uh, you know as old as my dad. <laughs> you know, it's funny if you're going to have security, have security. But here's the thing: you've got a bunch of guys there. Uh, the testosterone is raging. You've got guys with helmets. One guy puts his helmet back on to, to join into the. He knows exactly what's coming. It looks like Winman puts his helmet back on, holds him, and then takes a swing. And uh, you know what? Do you want to be in the middle of that? Uh, you know what? It's it's crazy. And uh, it it got out of hand quickly. And it, and they were fortunate that it didn't get worse. Uh, let's be honest, because uh, German Green, Jermon's brother, you can see on that video, he's his twin brother. When he gets back to the locker room, because they show the locker room video, he is ready to come out and looks like he's ready to go kill somebody for what they did to his brother. And uh, that Michigan team, from what we heard, we had observers in the locker room when they found out, they were just frothing at the mouth and saying, hey, man, foaming at the mouth, and you know what, let's go you know, get some blood. And the coaches talked him down, and these guys were you know, were really upset. And, uh, and it lasted for a long time. And I guess it lasted through today, is what Jim Harbaugh said. You know, we're still processing this and and everything else. And uh, but it's unfortunate because it took away from the game. You know what? You just want to enjoy a victory against your rival, move on, and whatever. And and, and here we are talking about this uh, on a Monday instead of talking about the football game. And it's it's ridiculous. But it's ridiculous what it's become. It's ridiculous what that culture of hatred has really made this. And it has nothing to do with Jim Harbaugh and any, anything he would have done. And you're talking about the culture of hatred. Uh, at Michigan State towards Michigan, right? Right, absolutely. And it just, you, you sense it. And it just, it's just bizarre to me. And that's not what, you know, you can sit there and say, all right, it's college football, it's 100 years of hate. And when we say that, we don't mean it literally. You know, we all have friends that are Michigan State fans and Michigan State friends that are, that, that you know what, they overlook so much, it seems, when it comes to this rivalry. And it's like, you know what, take off the green and white glasses and take a look at what happened there and tell me that there's any part of that that's not reprehensible. And you know what, if you can't do that, then you just aren't seeing straight. Yeah, that new video, it just adds on, and that's what Harbaugh referenced in his presser today. Another thing that caught me, or caught my attention, and caught me by surprise, Chris, when I was uh, retweeting some of your uh, quotes from Harbaugh at his presser earlier this afternoon, that Mel Tucker had not reached out to Harbaugh yet. That just doesn't feel right. It doesn't. It doesn't, and it makes no sense. And remember when Brady Hoke apologized because one of his players put a stake in the ground before the game? Give me a break. You know, and everybody was calling him soft, and some people were saying, well, yeah, that was unnecessary, and so on and so forth. It's not like he assaulted anybody. That was Joe Bolden back in the day. But in a, in a situation like this, and there was a, a video, too, where it looked like Mel Tucker came in almost immediately after, and I don't know if it was him, but it looked like he slammed the door, uh, was pounded the door, pounded his fist into the door. Um, you know what? That should have been the first thing he did, and that should have happened last night. And uh, that, that it hadn't happened yet as of Jim Harbaugh's press conference is really inexcusable. But again, it's part of that culture of, of hatred here where it's like, all right, well, what do we have to do as compared to what should we do? And there's that line there that they never seem to be able to find. And it doesn't make any sense to me. But again, uh, we'll see what happens here in the next few days, Bill, because I think there's going to be there are going to be more video. There's going to be more video evidence. I don't think there's any question 
There were recruits' parents in the tunnel that were taking videos. Uh, I think there are other angles, maybe some security uh, camera footage that you're going to see in an ABC camera uh, that's a little bit higher. Maybe it's the ESPN camera. I don't know. But uh, Jim Harbaugh alluded to that in his press conference. But uh, it was ugly. It was inexcusable. And anybody who doesn't think so really is part of the problem. Chris Bell of the Wolverine.com joining us. You can follow this story and Hey, by the way, they're a top five team, Michigan. It was a boring game, to say the least. And uh, the only negative I'll take from the game before we go is that they just didn't finish off drives, and they have one of the best kickers in America, if not the best. So, uh, you know, again, uh, defense shows up. Uh, they pound the ball. Nothing flashy, sexy. I just worry that there's a common theme to kind of slow starts with this team. But at the end of the day, their second halves have been very impressive uh, defensively and running the football, and they're still achieving their goals right now moving forward to that showdown with Ohio State. Yeah, and they've got to figure out how to finish in the red zone. They're losing too many yards on early plays in the red zone, and that's really cost them in the last two games. So they, those games could have been 50-3 to three and probably 50-7 to seven if they just would have finished drives, and that's what needs to get better. The passing game needs to get better too, Bill. There are times they're leaving too many plays out there on the field. I don't think it's J.J. McCarthy. It seems schematic to me. Uh, guys are stopping their routes, or maybe the route trees aren't aren't elaborate enough, but it needs to be, it needs to be better if they're going to beat the Ohio State and if they get to the playoff. It was interesting. I think the ESPN FPI had them 50-50 to make the playoff, but only 21% to win the Big Ten. So there is a route to the playoff, even if they don't beat Ohio State. But obviously, you'd prefer to do that. And the uh, the streak, the drought down there, they haven't won there since 2000, Bill. But uh, keep an eye on Illinois. I think that's the only team that can challenge Michigan the rest of the way. They're playing good football, and that's the game before Ohio State. So a couple good games at the end of the year, but between then, Rutgers and Nebraska, I think they'll take care of business. When I saw the muff punt in the Michigan State game, I said they've gone full circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate, man. I can't believe we're talking about this. It blows my mind. And the fact that you're sitting there and you have people trying to condone it and saying, well, he did this or he said this, blows my mind. And uh, But that's where we are here in 2022. And I much rather would have broken down the X's and O's here and talked you know, about the running game and how they, they dominated on the ground and how good Blake Corum was again, man. That kid is fantastic, 177 yards. He is a legit Heisman candidate. He won't win it unless maybe he goes off for 250 yards against Ohio State or something. But uh, the job that they've done in that defense under Jesse Minter, uh, Bill, let's talk about that a little bit too. Uh, the adjustments that they made to take Keon Coleman out of that game in the second half and uh, were outstanding. So that's what we should be talking about. Instead, we waste 20 minutes talking about this unbelievable crap that happened. And, uh, and here we are. But uh, what we move on, Bill. Yes, we do move on, Chris, in a poetic way. Uh, so I, I take it if I invite Comp to tell him more with you and Skeen, that's not going to happen in that force. Yeah, I don't think that'd be a good idea, but I will be very interested to see what he has to say. I'm going to, you know, he's coming on next, and I'm going to ask yeah. him as more video has surfaced, as the facts now are out there with what you've heard from the Michigan State side and the Michigan side. We're talking facts, not speculation. Uh, do you regret what you said in the article? I will ask him that question. Yeah, and I'll be listening, and hopefully he... Uh, you listen every day. You and Skeen get popcorn and candy, and you listen. <laughs> we do, and we had a great uh, turnout for our podcast last night. He was a little more diplomatic than I was, but uh, I'll tell you, it's tough to watch, man, and it's tough to see that, and uh, it seems to get worse every year. So, again, here's hoping that stops. You know, Chris, what I love about you is you're calm, cool, uh, collected, and you deliver your opinions uh, with a fervor unknown to mankind. 
sometimes you have to, right? You're and, fine. Uh, you have a right to your opinion. Just say, you know, comp, yeah. it may be wrong and out of line, but right. we're going to, you know, I'll ask him. Hey, he, yeah. he, he's defending the green and white flag. You yeah. are over the hill. This is like, you know, this is like game of Big Ten Thrones. Right. And you're, <laughs> I don't know about that. You're Chris because Maximus said, Ballas. No, even like I said, even if, for example, with all the shenanigans that D'Antonio, you know, for 15 years, which the yeah. fan base loved, and do not, do not for a second question that. They loved it. They ate oh, it up. No, I'm not questioning it, but I'm with Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm, I'm not talking about Don't yell at me now, though. Hey, this isn't, the, this is whole number eight. This isn't whole number eight at Tullymore. <laughs> Me, man, but uh, if the if the roles were reversed, uh, don't doubt for a second. I would be like, there is no excuse for that. I don't care what Mark D'Antonio did to stoke the flames of this rivalry or whatever. You do not assault a kid in the tunnel like that, especially with your helmet like that. They could have put him in. Uh, I mean, they put him in harm's way, man. Like you wouldn't believe. Uh, there, it's like Jim Harbaugh said. He's not even sure if Jamon Green's going to play on Saturday night against Rutgers. He said we haven't gotten there yet, but they were both injured. So, and charges were pressed, and he said apologies won't do it. So we'll see what the next step is here. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan insider, checking in his thoughts on the tunnel uh, after the game. It dwarfed everything, and it's made headlines nonstop, and the new video keeps coming out, and it's going like wildfire, and Harbaugh was fired up at his presser today, and we'll have that press conference in its entirety on the huge show coming up later. You can follow uh, Michigan season, uh, the start of the basketball season, and also the latest on what happens from the Tunnel Melee at the Wolverine.com. Chris, I appreciate your opinions. You bet. Thanks, Billy. All right, Chris Ballas joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be a longtime partner of both Michigan State and Michigan Athletics. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com. His thoughts on the tunnel. His column on Harbaugh, uh, the root cause of all this tension. We'll talk to Comp next. From St. Joseph to Midland. This show is huge. The holiday shopping season is here, and we've got you covered with lots of gift ideas at your Auto Value Auto Parts store. Everything from rechargeable flashlights and wash and wax kits to screwdriver sets, ice scrapers, work lights, jump starters, and more. All in stock and specially priced for the holidays. Someone on your list that's just too hard to gift? Well, an Auto Value gift card could make the most perfect gift at your local Auto Value Auto Parts store. And thank you for shopping locally. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Get more for your money every time you shop Meyer. Start shopping for the season's best holiday toy deals. Like buy one, get one 50% off when you mix or match select toys from Barbie, Nerf, Hot Wheels, Disney Princess, Coco Melon, and more. And pick up a meal that helps you feel warm and cozy with buy one, get one 50% off beef, lamb, or pork roasts. Whether it's gifts, roasts, or fresh produce, you get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. 
Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan, the only syndicated statewide afternoon show. We're heard on 19 incredible radio stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Also, you can listen to the free stream wherever you are at thehugeshow.net. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show to listen live anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. I think Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, is standing by. How you doing, my friend? Hey, Bill, really good. Just coming out of the press conference earlier today, um, Mel Tucker met with media at about 1230. I did some work in there in the stadium and just finished that and uh, finished with... Uh, some of the events from earlier today, Mel Tucker didn't have a lot to say. He probably already touched on it already, but it's it was, uh, it was it was kind of an interesting press conference. He read a statement and really did not deviate from the from the statement after that. But certainly, a lot of repercussions here on campus two days after that ugly incident at Michigan Stadium. Compa, your story yesterday really lit a fuse uh, with the Michigan fan base and those that cover Michigan, that Harbaugh could have avoided what happened in the tunnel by what he's done the last five years. I know you wrote that yesterday as more facts are coming out, more video uh, hearing from the coaches today. Uh, Are you still standing by that Harbaugh uh, could have avoided what happened in that tunnel? Well, yeah, it's really simple. I mean, a week earlier, James Franklin said there's going to be an incident in that tunnel unless something is done about it. Jim Harbaugh called James Franklin a, a whiner, and, he, and nothing was done to keep the, the, the events that that preceded the awful incident in the tunnel. The, the events that preceded them was the, what took place at midfield, which, um, you know, the, the Michigan players went out to midfield. You're talking about this, the story that I wrote on Sunday. Yes. Michigan's players went out to midfield and were taunting. And, and which is allowed, I guess, but, you know, taunting and mocking Michigan State's players. Michigan State's players, 95% of them, showed, in my opinion, great restraint to walk away. Otherwise, we may have seen what happened in the Clemson-South Carolina game in 2004, the Mississippi-Mississippi State game, where a big brawl takes place on the field, which maybe some of the Michigan players wanted it. I don't know. But after what Franklin said and what has been going on with this rivalry, why were Michigan? Why didn't Harbaugh and his staff do more to keep Michigan's players away from midfield and and pre- prevent that from happening? Um, what happened in the tunnel was terrible, and I wrote that the Michigan State players should never play for Michigan State again. No question about that. That was terrible. But why wasn't more done to prevent that? That was that was my art. That that was basically the theme of my article. That if there were more adults in the room, this could have and should have been prevented. And that's that's what I wrote. And, and Harbaugh could have done more to prevent that from happening. I don't know how you could look at that and not say that. 
Do you think that? Do you think Harbaugh could have done more to prevent it? I don't think I put it on Harbaugh. I think I I, I put it on the fact that why? the restraint. Well, well, hold on. But the re, the restraint of the Michigan State players comp. They don't have. You can't blame when ten guys are jumping one. You can't put that on Harbaugh, and I won't put it on no, Harbaugh. No, no. I'm saying before that. Are, do you think Harbaugh could have done more to keep Michigan's players off the middle of the field? Acting like they did in the events that preceded the the, the, the ugly thing that took place. In the, in the I tunnel. will tell you that I, I I think with the tunnel that there should be just a process that one team gets to their locker room before the other team enters. Uh, that that yeah. doesn't justify the Michigan no. State players uh, jumping. Uh, Michigan players are are hitting a player uh, without his helmet on uh, with yeah. a helmet, and with the new video that Brad Galley from ABC Seven posted about an hour ago, uh, you see more Michigan State players involved in it, and I yeah, think there needs to be more suspensions. There, there, we, there we ne- agree. needs I to agree. be more. We, we, we agree on that. You asked me whether I still stand by my story that Harbaugh... That's what I'm just more. asking I you, Comp. I, hey, man, I your, your opinion, like I, I've said to everybody on Twitter, on Facebook, on I had Ballas on earlier that... I, 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 I will not tell people what opinion they want. I will no, say no, this. I that the players you. didn't have a right to jump anybody or hit anybody. I agree. And the system on 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 making it smoother in and out of the locker room uh, now needs to be put in place. And my bet is that they will have a system put in place. I agree. I agree with all that. I'm asking you, could Harbaugh have done more to prevent it? I don't know if it's Harbaugh. I don't know if it's a word manual. I don't know if it's Michigan, but they couldn't have prevented guys just swinging at uh, you know ten dudes on one. They can't prevent that. You can't. You you got to separate this comp, okay? Yes, you you have they have separate the teams. You got no. You got to se- no no. You got to separate this story. You have the vicious attack yes. by multiple groups of Michigan State players. Yeah. And you have, and then you have the system of players from both teams in a rivalry uh, in the tunnel at the same time. So yeah. the, the story has two parts to it. Okay, you asked me. You asked me about my story. About I'm asking you. That's angry. all. I'm not. Hey, dude, your opinion is your opinion. I'm just like as as more has come out. I asked you. Did you have you kind of changed your not tune? But looking at everything, did you change where you stand and what you feel? That's it. About what? No, about about your story. That if it was on a Harbaugh, he could have done more. Do you think he could have done more? No, nah, I, I don't think I put any of this on Harbaugh. I don't. Zero. Why Zero. Why team out there doing that? I, I don't put anything on Harbaugh. If the play arc, so here's here's what I'll say. Uh, even with the Penn State Franklin, there wasn't any altercation. They've had before the Ohio State game two years ago, I think, or three years ago, and then the Ohio State halftime thing where there was join. So there is not a history of violence in that tunnel at Michigan. So I, I don't, to me, I, I cannot blame Harbaugh because Michigan State players chose to bash somebody's face in with a helmet. I can't. I'm just saying, could he have done more? I, I, hindsight, uh, everybody could do more. I, but I'm talking about the situation. The system now needs to be put in place moving forward. It does. Yes, yes. And, 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 and needs to be put in place. But it does not justify. Or, no. or Because you're, I mean, that, that was like wild animals attacking somebody. I mean, that was, that was ugly. And this new video from Brad Galley, cop, you need to look at it. It's on the Brad Galley Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Show me what you see at the 11-second mark on that. 
what, on the Brad Galley one. Yeah. Yeah, look at uh, look at the ESPN footage on that. Yeah, look at the look at the eleven second mark. Tell me what you see. Well, what's at the eleven second mark? You well, we'll talk about it next week. I'll give you a chance to look at it. Okay, I, I will look at it, dude. I I respect your opinion, man. I'm just asking you uh, what you feel. And uh, it's an explosive situation, and more adults needed to be at the forefront to keep them separated after that game. And I respect that. Uh, I respect that side of it. I do, comp. And, and, I, and, I, and those Michigan State players should never play for Michigan State again that did that. It was terrible. And a new wave, if you look at the new wave, there's other, uh, including women, I think, you know, freewheeling the helmet. Uh, there's yeah. other guys that need to be suspended now that the new video is coming out. Yeah, and Harbaugh talked about criminal charges today, and that, that's probably warranted. I would not dis- disagree with that. All right, comp. You know what, man? I, I always have uh, had you on. We've had a great relationship because I respect everybody's opinion. I do. You have yours. I, I have mine. I, Everybody has I one. Hate, I hate that, the, that that happened because this is a wonderful, should be a wonderful rivalry, as, as tough and intense as it's been for a century. And I've and part of what I wrote in the article was if they're not careful, they're going to have an incident like the Clemson-South Carolina game. I, I, I've been saying that to people for years, and I was very saddened to see that it actually happened. And ironically, the score was exactly the same as that Clemson-South Carolina game in 2004. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, Clemson-South Carolina game, Google it. It's on, it's on YouTube. It was bad, and I, was, and I feared that that was going to happen to this rivalry, and it has. It's sad. Yeah, but, Comp, you know, when, uh, when the article was about Harbaugh could have done more, could Mel have done more on keeping his team organized? I mean, if you're going to balance it here, yeah. could yeah. Tucker have done more, right? Yes. His coaches should have done more to be between them. The coaches were among the first that were out through the tunnel and back in the locker room. Michigan State's coaches should have stayed behind and corralled all the Michigan State players in. They were an error, too. Yes. That's it, Comp. You know, I, I think sometimes when there's a headline, when there's a, a story, and you are writing from the Michigan State side and others write from the Michigan or Ohio State or Penn State side, not a slant, but everybody has their opinion. And I respect yours, buddy. I may not agree with it, but I respect it, Comp, and that's why we bring you on this show. Okay? All right. I appreciate it, Bill. Thanks a lot. All right. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com. Yeah, he said watch the 11-second mark of the video. I, I just shared, after Ballas was on, I shared the um, I shared the Brad Galley video from ABC TV 7. You can see it at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. He said, look at the 11-second mark of the video. And he says, look at it. I don't I don't see anything. I, I'll, I'll look at it more in detail at the break. You can check out that video yourself. Like I said, I had a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. I will have that Mel Tucker press conference coming up, what he had to say about the tunnel. Also, Jim Harbaugh's press conference from earlier today, what he had to say about the tunnel. And Tim Stout from Stout on Sports and Lansing will join us within 30 minutes. Opt in to the huge text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. 
Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll still get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back on a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use the promo code HUGE after you download the app and sign up to get the promo hookups. Now, if you miss any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And right now, everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can get boosted winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays with DraftKings' biggest payouts ever. So why bet on the NBA anywhere else? Bet on the Pistons or your favorite NBA team throughout the season. And right now, get that stepped-up same-game parlay boost up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's one 838 
What's up, Michigan? It is time for our number two on a Moneyline Monday, uh, presented by our good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. A lot of conversation on what happened in the tunnel after the Michigan-Michigan State game. We'll continue that momentarily. Mel Tucker press conference from earlier today. We'll have the Jim Harbaugh presser. What both coaches and universities are saying about the tunnel incident, or incidents plural. Tim Stout from East Lansing on the Michigan State side of this, in his opinion. Also, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. Matt Charbonneau uh, was there in the tunnel from the Detroit News. He'll be by. You also can join in when 866-838-4843. That's when 866-838-HUGE. At Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that Huge text chain. Text the word Huge to 21,000. That's the word Huge out of 21,000. What do you think of what you've seen? Because none of us were there. In the latest video from Brad Galley from ABC TV7 in Detroit, I posted that at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. By the way, all of our... Social network interactions are presented by the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team. They open up their season at Vandal Arena, their new home, on Thursday night, November 10th. That's a week from Thursday. They do have an open practice for the public. It's free to get in at Vandal Arena tomorrow night at 5 p.m. Then they'll do a two-quarter scrimmage and autographs uh, for the fans and the kids. Afterwards, that's tomorrow night starting at 5 p.m. at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. With the Grand Rapids Gold, ticket info at your local Ticketmaster outlet and follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So you tell me what, you, what you've what you read, what you've seen, fact here, along with your opinion. Kind of like I do it every day on the HUGE show. We heard from Ballas from the Wolverine.com and Comp defended his stance that Harbaugh could have done more. I asked him, well, Mel Tucker could have done more. I think everybody could have done more. But you cannot blame Michigan or anybody connected to this for guys getting their face bashed in with an MSU helmet. You just can't. You can join in 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Let's go to Victor and Flint listening on Sports Extra 1330 on the east side of the state. You're on the HUGE show. Hello. Uh, After I give my opinion, I'd like to ask you a question. So sitting here listening to you two, or you three actually, uh, this is what came to my mind. And I've seen one video on it. My sister mentioned it to me last night. I watched the video today. Only one, you know, not different views, one view. Obviously, I'll say what happened in the tunnel was terrible. But to me, you're talking about two different things. And when you talk to the guy who writes for Michigan State, you ask him, do you still stand by your article, what you said? And he said, yes. And you kind of, I think you were taken aback. And you said, what's your answer? He said, yes. And he said, and you said, like, well, what do you mean? He said, previous to this, some man had mentioned to Harbaugh, mentioned to them, we need to be careful or something is going to happen. And supposedly, I don't know if this is fact, 
but this is what the Michigan State reporter said. Harbaugh said, stop whining. That is a different thing from what happened in the tunnel. When you ask him about the tunnel, he said, I agree 100%, and those players should never play for Michigan State again. That's one thing. He agreed. No, that's done. You both agreed on that. But when he said, Harbaugh said, stop whining, is that the answer that you would expect from the coach of a team if they think something like this is, is going to happen? And then you just, it seemed to me like you really didn't want to listen to it. He was trying to tell you what I'm talking about is the whining, and you just kept going to the tunnel, going to the tunnel, to the tunnel, when he had already agreed with you about the tunnel. Uh, Victor, I, I will tell you this because i got to get to a, a bunch of calls. I appreciate okay. your opinion. All right. Can I get to give him one, one last question? Yeah, go ahead, uh, because I, I did ask him about he yeah, didn't put it. No, hold on, Victor. Victor, Victor, hold on one second, buddy. Let me respond here. He didn't put any blame on Tucker, and, and he blamed Harbaugh. That, that's the issue the Michigan fans have with it. And I have a response to that. Okay. Then I think you, because you two kind of went back and forth for quite a while. Finally, you get around to asking him about Tucker. And you said, do you think Tucker had anything to do, uh, do with this? And he said, yes. He could have done more. He said, yes. When that is not what you said when he said that Harbaugh was whining. The guy reports Michigan say he said, okay. yes. Tucker could have done more. He agreed with you what went on to My last point is only going to take a second. Listening to you last week, you had a politician on. To my surprise, you talked about politics. She was a Republican. I was kind of taken back. Your thing is, always, I don't do politics. I don't talk politics. Later, a lot of people called in and seemed to give you a hard time about it. You said, equal time. You're going to have someone on. My question, have you had someone on to represent? I, 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 I put in a request. That's all I can say. And... I, I, it's an equal opportunity show, Victor. I appreciate your call. i got to grab some other calls. It is amazing, from Victor to whoever, it, how in this Michigan, Michigan State, anything Michigan, Michigan State, everybody reads and sees what they want to. It does kind of fit the political landscape of America, that you read and see something on Twitter or see the video, you read it this way, somebody reads it completely polar opposite. I thought I was fair to comp. And I asked him questions, and I said I respected his opinion when I left the interview. I didn't announce that, hey, we are canceling comp because he has an opinion that I don't agree with. I think based on the way comp worded it to me and explained himself, that if that was in the article, there would have been a different temperature on it. But you got to remember, this is post-Michigan, Michigan State football. And the tunnel incident. And in terms of politics, Tudor Dixon was at Railside Golf Club where we were doing our Michigan-Michigan State thing. What, I'm going to tell her no? Governor Whitmer will have a chance for me to do the interview. But I said I have to do it maskless. So I said I, I will do the interview within the next week. Let's go to Tyler in Grand Rapids listening on 96.1 The Game. You're on the huge show. Hey, huge. Um, you know, growing up in the state of Michigan, uh, Michigan State, uh, I grew up loving them. And when I was a kid, they were the SOS, the same old Spartans, right? And then they became good with D'Antonio, had their years of glory. And I think Michigan State fans are having a hard time accepting we're not at that point anymore. Also, too, with the tunnel incident, the thing that's so different about this in-state rivalry is that 
You know, the other big ones, Ohio State, Michigan, they don't like each other. But there's a respect for the history between the rivalry. Michigan and Michigan State have absolutely no respect on either side for either program and for completely different reasons. And the tunnel incident, I believe, is just a culmination of frustration. And as a Michigan State fan, I can tell you I'm thoroughly disappointed in how that went down because, all right, let's just add more fuel to the fire for next year, you know, and and that's not what you want. And it's just a football game at the end of the day. You never want to put someone's life and like in risk, you know. And whether Michigan a Michigan player said something, it does not matter at that point. You do not want to put someone's life in danger. This is just a football game. Yeah, they all the arguments there this was pushing and shoving and there wasn't the use of the helmet, the alleged use of the helmet even though the video uh, shows it, but I'll say because, you know, there's police investigations. If there wasn't anybody like swinging and hit or injured, it, it's kind of like Juwan Howard in his situation. And I'm not comparing the two, but if Howard would have popped the coach and the coach would have had a busted up nose, I don't think he ever coaches again at Michigan. I, I really don't. Just like I doubt any of these players. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll say they'll never, anybody caught swinging in that tunnel will never play at Michigan State again because the video never leaves you. You know, Howard, there was no injuries. I always said that if if he would have injured somebody in the melee, then there's a different consequence, and that's what we're dealing with here. I'm not comparing the stories. Don't get me wrong. I don't want Michigan fans now when I said you hear what you want to hear. No. Here, here's where I'm at on this story, and I'll, I'll just lay it out to you. The Michigan State football players have no right to attack anybody in that tunnel. That's one, first and foremost, and they'll deal with their consequences. They're not victims. Two, Michigan does need to do something in terms of a structured system on entering and leaving the tunnel. That's it. Because you don't want this every week when you have a home game or a big game. You don't. Let's go to Brian and Saginaw listening on 100.9 FM. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, how you doing, Huge? I didn't get to hear your first hour. I just got out of work, but I'm sorry. But if they're blaming Michigan for any of this, that's nuts. I'm sorry. The culture I see right now, State cannot stay back and say, oh, we did okay. That's not our fault. Are you kidding me on this? One guy getting pummeled by four or five guys, and I don't know what transpired why that did, but... You've never seen that. Why do they let the teams go in the tunnel together? Uh, and I'll hang up and listen to your uh, uh, advice. Well, and if you missed the first hour, you can catch up. The podcast will be up later by Superfly, the huge show dot net. If, if you missed the first hour with Ballas and Comperoni and my opening huge opinion, uh, those are will be up later at the huge show dot net or wherever you download podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart. Uh, Podbean and more. They'll be up there. You can check them out. Okay? You can do that. Let's go to Big T in Grand Rapids. You're on the huge hey, show. Doing? How you doing, huge? What's how going on? Well, look here, I'm going to be brief about this situation. Uh, it's not a tunnel problem. It's an integrity uh, a problem. 
Man, they've been doing this tunnel for 100 years. And I think it's ironic that the only three teams that started some stuff, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State, after they had got their behinds handed to them. Okay? And then you want to talk about in the stuff that college is coming from, and Victor, please, the head coach, Dan Tony, I go back to him. They fostered some of this stuff, all of this anger. I can understand being intense. But the anger at the top over a doggone football game, many times the players will follow the lead of the coach. And to talk about what Jim Harbaugh could have done, what more could he have done? And then he talks about the players celebrating uh, midfield. Well, they got a right to celebrate. You didn't see no taunting, walking up in nobody's face. So my thing is, all of them guys, 10 on one, you cowards. Ten to one, you jumping on somebody. And my thing is, if you just showed that kind of fight in the 60 minutes of the football game, you might have had a better chance to win. So instead of getting angry and acting like some gang members, I think Mel, Mel Tucker would do better to recruit better players than to exploit the transfer portable, which is not sustainable. Get better players, and then you might get better results. I'm done. All right, thank you, Big T and GR listening on 96.1 The Game. Ryan and Rock for just north of Grand Rapids, also listening on 96, won the game. You're on the Huge Radio Network. Hey, Huge. Big fan, my man. Thank you. I guess he, he literally, this is how this works all the time with callers, he just literally took the words out of my mouth. I mean, we've been going up and down this tunnel for how long, and it's not, not never been an issue. Obviously, we're in a different day and age where people have a a camcorder built in to their hands nowadays, so we're seeing a lot more than we used to see. But, I mean, this has been something we've been men and adults about going up and down this tunnel for 100 years now. I guess I just don't understand why now it's it's such a big deal. Well, I think the big deal is, and I appreciate the call, Ryan and Rockford, uh, the big deal is the helmet to the face of a Michigan player. That's it. If you don't have the attack with the helmet, this story is one one hundredth of what it is right now. It's that simple. It really is. If you don't have the attack where police charges or charges investigated by the police, that is where you're at. Jamon Green reportedly, you got McBurrow's. Jaden McBurrows, Jamon Green, police involved. I, you're, you're Tucker. You haven't reached out to Harbaugh yet. Come on, you got to pick up the phone and say, "Hey, man, I'm going to work on this and look into it." And 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 Mel did say they're going to work with authorities. I'm not saying that, but there's a there's a move there where you pick up the phone and you call Harbaugh. And Harbaugh said at his presser today that he hadn't heard from Mel. Let's go to Jim and Ada, also listening on 96.1 The Game. You're on The Healed Show. Jimmy, how you doing? Jim. Yeah, hey. I am. Hey, uh, listen, uh, I wanted to tell you, I actually uh, was a walk-on in Michigan in 86. I played... Um, and uh, I didn't play a lot. Uh, I was more on the practice squad, but I got a taste of football. I played, and I I get the moment, the, the what you want to do. I just I was at the game, and 
I when I left, I said eh, a little skirmish on the field. I thought that might end with something, but nothing happened. I walked to my car, opened up my phone, and there's a million videos and texts and tweets, and and I, that just ruined the night. It made me sick. It made me vomit. I, I don't. I care what he said. It's. I put it the, the Michigan player. If he went in there chirping, it probably wasn't the smartest thing to do, right? I mean, you, you, why would you do that? Having said that. It doesn't qualify what you said, hitting that helmet. That's what got me. The kicking, all that was terrible. But the helmet, holy cow. And if Mel doesn't apologize or do something, for the, there's going to be people other than hardcore uh, Michigan State fans are going to have a tough time rooting for State all over. This is going to really change things. And I hope they do the right thing. I'm a Michigan fan, of course. I played at Michigan. But this ain't, this ain't right. This isn't football. This isn't just people. And let me tell you, I think you handled yourself very well with Jimmy on that. He, the guy who said you didn't let him do this, you were extreme. You have a different opinion. So, of course, there's going to be a little tension. But you handled it great, and I appreciate it. I uh, Hopefully, I'll see you at a Lions game at Tin Roof again sometime. But uh, I appreciate your show, and I appreciate everything. I got a podcast. Can I give him the name of my podcast? Or Go ahead. Okay, it's called Wolverine Chat. We just got it going a few weeks ago. This will be our third episode, um, and uh, I would love for people to – it's been my dream to do a podcast. So t- tune in and see what you think. Thank you, Hooch. Right, thank you, you uh, Jim. Yeah, I appreciate you listening to Nate, uh, 96.1, uh, the game. Superfly, we got an issue with the phone system. Okay, I need to get over here right now. Um, it's – there it goes. I – I think it's sticky. Seriously. Like, you, you got greasy hands? Are you eating pizza? I don't know. I, yeah, but I have to knock it over like 20 times. Let's go to Mel. It's on that line one. I think somebody ate pizza and touched it. <laughs> Mel, how you doing in Frankamuth? Uh, no, we, we, we eat chicken, uh, Bill. Uh, <laughs> just, I haven't talked to you in a while. I hacked you off. I am a farmer. I'm in a combine. Uh, I know your buddies with Ballast. And you do the golf thing, and I'm a Spartan to the core, the land grant university from the beginning. U of M wanted to be that; they were denied that. They denied Michigan State from coming into the Big Ten. They denied us for being uh, a university. And uh, to listen to ballast our culture, our culture. Uh, I am sorry. I was at Breslin in 92, Steg and the boys, we lost in overtime. Your Fab Five, Juwan Howard, faked crapping on our center court and walking off with raised middle fingers, Taylor Lewan, and all of that. I'm a Sparty to the core. And for Ballast to stand there, and all of you U of M fans, like you are God's gift to collegiate football, and you're perfect, and you've never done anything wrong just galled me to the core. And if you think, and then, then Ballas D'Antonio, Mike Hart came out with a comment. Mike Hart from University of Michigan. D'Antonio, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, it's like, screw you. Uh, we're going to look you in the face and we're going to pound on you. I think you did cop a disservice. I know your buddies with Ballast. You go, you talk to Izzo, you know, and your good buddies. I'm a Spartan to the core. Uh, I got 28 family members that have gone to Michigan State. When I have to listen to this U of M crap, Franklin said, 
if you don't address it, it's something's going to happen. He's a whiner. This is a big-time rivalry. We do not like each other. I'm going to throw in the hate word. And for you, your guys in the tunnel to allow Michigan guys to go in there, hey, horrible, it's a goofy world to swing a helmet at them. What in the world is the matter with all you guys who have worked the tunnel forever? This is a huge rivalry, and these guys were kind of lost, and you're going through the entire Michigan State team. In this day and age, no, I wouldn't do it either. What in the world do you think is going to happen? Dennis Franklin, the whiner, as Harbaugh, and he postures. Your coach should have been gone to the Minnesota Vikings, and all of a sudden he's Jesus because the Detroit media kisses his hind end. I'm sorry. I'm a Sparty to the core. We could have done things better and whatever, but if you guys think you're the purest thing in the history of collegiate sports and you're always the innocent one, I'm sorry. You are dead wrong. Go green. All right, thank you, Mel. I always appreciate your opinion out of Frankenmuth listening on Sports Extra 1330. I, I didn't do comp a disservice. I asked him to explain, and I said I value his opinion. I may disagree with it, but I value his opinion. I gave, I gave Comp an open forum not to explain himself, but to explain where he stood. Like I said, the, the lines here, whether you're a Michigan or Michigan State fan listening right now, you're going to hear everything the way you want to, just like when you read Twitter or you look at the video. That's how it works. There is no chance on hell that the Michigan State fan is going to sit here and agree with everything Michigan insiders say. And there's no chance in hell that the Michigan fan is going to agree with everything that the insiders say. Let's go to Dave in Hudsonville. You're on the Huge Show. What's going on, David? Hey, Huge. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. So, Spartan... You know, lifetime Spartan, can't stand Michigan, but Michigan State was completely wrong in that situation. Got to be accountable for the mistakes, man. You got to own your own behaviors and what goes on. But what I do want to share is this. There's a lot of blame to be placed around, and much of it at Michigan State's feet, but also from a longtime administrator for athletic things or what goes on, there's a facilities management problem there because I don't care whether it's high school, college, or the pros. You cannot have a facility situation that doesn't keep those players separated all the time. And they had that problem with Ohio State. They had it two weeks ago at Penn State. So it starts with any institution with facilities management. And then it goes back to coaches monitoring their players, making sure those players are there. And, Huge, I'll tell you the other thing that's happening with this is, and I'm an independent, but this behavior and what you're hearing now is starting to mimic our political discourse in this country. You have people apologizing for one group or saying, oh, this wasn't that bad or whatever it may be. People have to start being able to look at things and say that is wrong, whether it's their side or the other side. There shouldn't be sides to this. There's no more sportsmanship, per se, in college sports. It's professional sports, basically. And people want to, you know, harken back to those other days. But if you look at where our society has gone and how we literally physically beat on each other and attack each other and do that, it shouldn't be surprising to you that it's trickling down into our student athletes and into our kids because they're seeing what's modeled for them, and it's really sad and unfortunate on you know, both sides. Right, and Dave. I said that. I, I said I said that earlier in my opening huge opinion that uh, that ten guys 
beat up on one guy, and all of a sudden the ten guy, the one guy's at fault, and the one guy gets his nose busted up, and uh, the ten guys, well, the one guy shouldn't have been there, and you're like, okay, wait a minute, uh, that's totally backwards. But you know, you've been at you you've been to ten thousand sporting events. I don't care whether it's the Malice in the Palace or whether it's a high school basketball game or football game right. or a game like that. You 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 know, guys guys have cortisol going through them. They're coming off that event. They're, they're not thinking. You have to have adults think for them. Amen. You have to you have to set that situation up. But then when people make mistakes, you have to have clear headed people from both sides say, "Damn, we were wrong. The Michigan State people were wrong." Okay. And I don't, I don't like Harbaugh. I don't like those other guys. He can't play a victim. But the Michigan administration should have done a better job with facilities management. They should have learned it from the Penn State game. All right, lots of fingers around there, but Michigan State carries the bulk of this, and they're going to have to you know, address it with their players. But it's too much like what we're seeing in our society right now. We, 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 we've made everybody else our enemy, and we've forgotten about appropriate behavior and being able to go hard on a game or a topic but not go hard on each other. And we got to fix that or else we're going to have more of this stuff. Dave, uh, well put. Thank you for listening in Hudsonville, just west of Grand Rapids on 96.1 The Game. If you want to join in, I'm really just taking your thoughts off the video or videos, plural. The latest from Brad Galley, the ESPN video shows another angle involving additional Michigan State players that I believe should be suspended. Uh, you can see that. That's up at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to Allen Bay City listening on 100.9 FM. You're on the Michigan Sports Network. How you doing, Huge? You know, I was just going to listen and not call in, but after, I think, what was his name, Bill from uh, Frankenmuth called in? Mel. So, you know, we have three. Mel, okay. We have three different categories here. You have unsportsmanship, which, we don't. no one likes that. If, if it was Michigan mouthing off and saying, ha-ha, we won, that's not cool. And then you have classlessness. You know, that's like doing something egregious but then you have you're breaking the law so i don't care how you know i'm a big michigan fan so you know the fab five doing something at center court like raising the middle fingers i don't agree with that i'm not going to sit there and say i'm maize and blue to the core so that's okay and even if i was to defend that now you have a criminal activity where you're assaulting somebody with a weapon so this is and, and ten versus one. So sorry, Mel, you are wrong, buddy. You can be uh, green and white to the core, but when it comes to make you know having criminal activity, you better check yourself. Alan, I appreciate your opinions in Bay City, Midland, Saginaw, surrounding areas. One hundred point nine FM is one of the great sports radio stations in America. I'll take your feedback on from what you've seen. Where does this go moving forward? That new ESPN video that Brad Galley from ABC ABC TV seven in Detroit posted. Uh, I think there's a whole nother round of suspensions. It's not as clear as that first video. Uh, you can see it. It's up at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. All of our interactions on our social networks presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. Now calling Van Andel Arena in downtown GR home. Superfly and I will be at the Bill Burr concert at Van Andel Arena on Thursday night. That will be awesome. Tickets still available for that. Now your usual Ticketmaster outlets in the Van Andel Arena box office. Also, they gave us the AcraSure VIP lounge tickets. Oh, yeah, man. I'm wearing bling bling, kicking open doors, saying, 
Do you know who I am? I asked if we could meet Bill Burr. He said he doesn't meet anybody named Bill. Okay. So join in 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Also, speaking of the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold, they have an open practice free to the public 5 p.m. tomorrow night, Tuesday night. They're going to practice, have a two-quarter scrimmage, and then sign autographs, free autographs for all the fans in attendance. That's free. That's tomorrow night, 5 p.m. at Vandal Arena with the Grand Rapids Gold. To the callers online, Michigan will hear you next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Listening to the Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan, the only syndicated statewide afternoon show. We're heard on 19 incredible radio stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Also, you can listen to the free stream wherever you are. At thehugeshow.net and on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show to listen live anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. We had Chris Ballas on 
from the Wolverine.com. His opinion on the situation, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. Those interviews, are they up in the podcast? Superfly, Comp, and Ballas, if you missed them, they're up right now at thehugeshow.net. Let's go to Dwayne in Bay City listening on 100.9 FM. Get his thoughts on what happened after the game. How you doing, Big D? Hey, what's up, young man? It's always a privilege to be on your show, and I appreciate you letting me be on to state my opinion. Thank you. All right. Well, how do you look at everything, and where are you at right now on it? Well, Bill, like I said, it's a privilege, man. It's a privilege to play college football. And I've heard some of your last callers, and I got all I got to do is say this, Bill. In that rivalry, there's always trash talking. And we wasn't, you know – through the tunnel, people were heard a couple of people saying, well, how do we know what those guys said when they was coming through the tunnel saying, well, they should not have come through the tunnel. Well, why can't they? Like Ballas said, Chris said, uh, Jamon Green comes through that tunnel all the time, you know, just to see his parents. But that's not the problem. I mean, that's just like when you're kids and you say, ah, look at you. I mean, are you going to shoot that person dead because they're saying, aha, look what you're going to do? And then you take a helmet, which is a weapon, like if you were swinging a bat at somebody, that would do some serious damage, maybe even cause some type of damage to that person's body and kicking. And look, I'm a Michigan alum, and I, I'm a Michigan fan, but if that was Michigan that did this, I would have felt the same way I felt as the Spartans who did this talking doesn't draw blood. You know, if you talk, if somebody uh, talks trash, you talk trash back. But for somebody to say this is a tunnel problem, and I think they do need to make changes, but this is not a tunnel problem. This is a character problem. And those are kids, which means normally your parents would teach you right or wrong, but these are borderline grown men too. So how can you blame Harbaugh, you know, in the tunnel, you know, where these guys could have just talked back instead of hitting them. So listen to some of these people. They're being supporters, regardless if it's right or wrong. They're being supporters and saying, well, they should have never came through there. I'm like, what, he can't come through there? He's wrong for coming through there. And I just disagree with that part. And I'm like this. This is a character problem. And it's kind of like if you make a bad choice, and do something really bad, you know. A lot of people, right. a lot of people have been locked up for that. So you, this is, you have a choice to do the right thing or do the wrong thing. And you know what? The tunnel is not the problem. I think the problem is it's a character. I problem. agree. And you know what? Feel about it, Bill. Thank and and yeah. thank you, Big D. I appreciate that in Bay City. You use the word. It's a character issue. It's not a tunnel issue. It's not a coordination issue. It's not a Coach Harbaugh or Coach Tucker issue. It's the character of those guys and what they did in piling on one dude. That's what it is. Let's go to Rich in Midland, also listening on 100.9 FM. You're on the Michigan Sports Network. Hey, huge uh, first-time caller, long-time listener. Thank Just you. A couple things here. I don't have a dog in the in the race here because I'm an Irish fan, right? So go go Irish. But these guys, these guys are playing at a level to where they're getting ready to go play in the pros, some of them. And somebody said it earlier about integrity. And you watch some of the sporting events, boxing, MMA, and these guys go toe-to-toe, and they try, to, they try to snap limbs, and they try to choke each other out. 
when it's all said and done, most of these guys hug each other. So I, I, get, I get the whole, I get the whole. It's a rivalry thing, but this isn't about a rivalry. It's about integrity. This is about character. You know, it's just flat out criminal what happened. And uh, like I said, I'm not judging either way. If it would have been Michigan, I'd have said the same thing. I think most fans feel that way, Rich. And thanks for the call, of Midland. And thank you to our longtime affiliate, 100.9 FM. You can't blame it on Harbaugh. You can't blame it on a system, which, yeah, you can say the tunnel needs a better entry and exit plan. But you're going to say, okay, if I went and punched a security guard because it was close quarters in there while I'm walking to the media room, are you going to support me saying, well, if they would have had a better plan, he would want to punch the 78-year-old security guard, part of the geriatric security force, the GSF. Go to Todd. You're on the Huge Show. Hi, Huge. Uh, First-time caller, forever listener. Thank you so much, like uh, Rich. I appreciate you listening uh, in the Midland Bay City Saginaw area. I am a '84 graduate of MSU, and I'm appalled by the whole situation that has happened. I would like to apologize to all the UFM U of M fans. Um. This is just getting out of control how we can't congratulate each other for the rivalry that we do have for so many years. And I just, it, it shames me to be a graduate. I just don't understand it all, huge. All right, well, Why thank, can't we get yeah. I, I The rivalry is really heated, and I think it goes in phases. When Michigan State was doing well and Michigan wasn't, the Michigan fan resented it, but their attention still was with Ohio State. I believe the Michigan State fan looks at Michigan with hatred, and I'm talking sports hatred, and and it's their game. Any sport, when they play, it is elevated on the Michigan side based on Mel Tucker being 2-0 and until last Saturday against Harbaugh. Even Harbaugh said he wanted it. They op- he openly talked about that game. I remember Hoke, you know, he's old guard. Privately, I know Doug Skeen told us last week that, yeah, they paid attention to it, but you didn't feel it. Well, guess what? You feel it now. When we play Harbaugh's presser with him talking about it, and the same thing with Mel Tucker coming up here in about 20 minutes, you can feel it with Harbaugh, the passion. Michigan wants to beat Michigan State, where it used to be about the game. It still is about the game at the end of the year against Ohio State. But Michigan State has always had the Michigan game circled in every sport they play. And the Spartans live for beating Michigan in anything. I don't think Michigan players and fans have lived for beating Michigan State up until recently with Izzo, Beeline, now Juwan, And you get hardball. The rivalry is great for sports. There's no better two major sport rivalry than what you have with Michigan State football and basketball in this country. No one's even close. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. Also, Mel Tucker talking about what happened Saturday and hardball from their press conferences earlier today. We'll have that audio in about 20 minutes. 
You want to join in your thoughts on what you witnessed from the video you've watched? We have it all up at The Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. You can join in 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today and take advantage of the BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Have you experienced Grand Rapids lately? The city is vibrant, growing, and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment, including two fantastic concert destinations, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. Just Google Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. You can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale. Also, DeVos Place is the go-to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence. Bursting with excitement and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. The day that is unmistakably yours. At the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on Moneyline Monday, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you always use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups. Now, if you miss Comp from SmartMeg.com and Ballas from the Wolverine.com, their thoughts on what happened in the tunnel, those podcasts with all of our interviews and shows are up right now at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. 
It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And right now, everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can get boosted winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays with DraftKings' biggest payouts ever. So why bet on the NBA anywhere else? Bet on the Pistons or your favorite NBA team throughout the season. And right now, get that stepped-up same-game parlay boost up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill What's up, Michigan? It's our number three on a Moneyline Monday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. First two hours were full of opinions and conversation regarding not the game Saturday night at the Big House between Michigan State and Michigan. Wolverines, a workmanlike performance, kind of a boring game, to be honest. It was afterwards in the tunnel, and now new video is coming out. I'm amazed at how people will take video and not help somebody getting beat up. That's America today, though. Latest video from ESPN was posted by Brad Galley of ABC TV7 in Detroit. I have that up right now. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. We're also asking the audience, from what you've seen of the video, of the situation, how do you feel about it? We had Jim Comperoni from SpartanMag.com on earlier. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. If you miss those interviews, they're up in the podcast section right now. Wherever you download podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show. It's a split decision like everything involving Michigan or Michigan State, right? We see things differently, hear things differently, have a opinion that remains part of the pack rather than having our own opinions. But that's America today. So I'm asking you to join in with your thoughts on what you've seen the video. Unless you were there. That would be a player coach or media or you're part of the geriatric security force for the big house, the GSF. But to do that, you got to wear the pens, drink prune shakes, and you got to go to bed at eight. One eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six eight. Get away from that kid! I'm going to beat you with my cane. One eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight. Huge ad. Huge show on Twitter. The huge show. On Facebook and also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. All of our social network interactions are presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold, who now call Van Andel Arena home. 
First home game is Thursday night, November 10th. They do have a free open practice for the public. You're welcome inside Van Andel Arena tomorrow, 5 p.m., hour of practice and a two-quarter scrimmage and then an autograph session with the players and coaches. That is tomorrow night at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR with the Grand Rapids Gold. Free to get in. It begins at 5 p.m. I'll have the audio from Jim Harbaugh in his press conference earlier this afternoon about what went down Saturday night. Also comments from Mel Tucker in East Lansing at his weekly get-together with the media. I do want to grab some of the callers who have been holding on. Rodney and Kalamazoo listening on 96.1 The Game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Rod. Um, my my take is it's horrible. I've been in that tunnel. I was in the Michigan band. Like it's a small area. There's there's just interaction. There's no way you can keep the two teams apart. But you know, I had the same take after the Penn State game. You know, if I were James Franklin, I'd be talking about the tunnel too because I'd much rather talk about that than how badly my team got beat. And I'm not saying that Mel Tucker is doing that, but everyone's talking about the incident in the tunnel and not talking about what happened on the field, which is unfortunately the real story of, of Saturday night. Um, Michigan Michigan is dominant, you know, on both sides of the ball, and they really pushed Michigan State around. It took a while for the score to get, you know, to kind of show that, but you know, to me, that's the story and not what happened in the tunnel. All right, well, thank you, Rodney. And I agree, Michigan. As long as they can pound the rock with Corum and Edwards. They don't have to show the flash down the field. Settling for field goals and the slow starts in the first halves since Big Ten play started would be my only flags regarding Michigan football. If they can run like that against Ohio State, they will win in Columbus. And as Chris Ballison of Wolverine.com said earlier, I think their toughest game remaining before the Buckeyes is Illinois because they play smash-mouth football, but I think Michigan's defense should be fine there. Their O-line and D-lines have been fantastic, and it's almost like Harbaugh feels them out in the first half, and then they turn it on, and they've done that, the same M.O., every single Big Ten game. If they can continue that line play, that will be a late fourth-quarter game in Columbus. And Ohio State's offense, you what? Penn State was pushing them around. I don't know why Penn State backed off on the pressure. They got the lead, and they back off, and boom, 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 boom. Here come the Buckeyes. No, you can't give C.J. Stroud time to throw. You just can't do that. Let's go to Madden Cadillac in northern Michigan, listening on 93.7 FM, the ticket you hear. Cadillac to Traverse City. You're on the Huge Show. Hi, Huge. Just a long-time, first-time caller. Um, I just I heard a few calls from the Michigan State enthusiast, and – you know what? Things that happened 100 years ago, 50 years ago with the Michigan blocking them from being in the Big Ten doesn't have anything to do with what happened on Saturday. You know, um, politics shouldn't play any part in sports. And when when people are getting beat up in the tunnel, um, we should people should be held accountable. And I, I'm just appalled at some of the callers that are trying to justify what happened. Well, I appreciate the call in Cadillac. Thank you for listening on 93.7 FM, great radio station. Cadillac to Traverse City if you're traveling north. The blame goes on the players who decided to pile on one player and the player or players who took the helmet off and whacked the Michigan player in the face. 
That's the blame. That's the only spot it should go. Josh and Midland listening on 100.9 FM on the east side of the state. You're on the Huge Show. Huge. Love your show. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you listening. I just got to tell you, uh, I'm a lifelong Spartan fan, but that really doesn't matter at this point. Uh, You know, uh, I think that most of the fan base, of the true fan base, only has two concerns at this point. It's the, uh, the wellness of this young man that got brutally attacked. Um, and that the players that are responsible for this attack are held to the full suspend of the law and are no longer able to don the green and white. Um, I don't know that this is necessarily a culture issue. Uh, I think it's a, uh, a, a just a, you know, a bad apple issue. Uh, and I think that um, as a true Spartan, we shouldn't want them on our roster or nowhere near our program. So that's all. Thank yeah, you. Well said, Josh. Appreciate you listening in Midland. All right. Speaking of, Michigan State, this is what Mel Tucker had to say earlier. I also have Harbaugh right after uh, Tucker. This was his press conference about five hours ago, uh, a little bit more, maybe around 11.30, 12 o'clock in East Lansing, about the tunnel and addressing the situation. Thanks, everyone, for being here. Good afternoon. Uh, I want to quickly uh, address the events uh, from the weekend in Ann Arbor. I did write down a couple of thoughts. Um, so I'd like to share them with you as best I can. First and foremost, uh, Michigan State football is about integrity, discipline, unselfishness, toughness, and accountability. Uh, the incidents involved a, involving a small group of our players do not represent our culture. Second, I made a decision. I made a decision to suspend players based upon video evidence that was provided to me and our athletic director yesterday. The suspensions will allow the players to receive academic support and medical services, but they will not be able to attend any any organized team activities, including meetings, uh, practices, weight training, or games. Our entire team will be cooperating with law enforcement and the Big Ten Conference to further evaluate the events in Ann Arbor. These suspensions will remain in place until the investigations are completed. When we have a full report, I will address further actions if needed. We're not here to make any excuses for the behaviors Saturday. They are unacceptable. It's also very important to say we honor the traditions of the Big Ten Conference, including the Michigan State-Michigan rivalry game, and we have a responsibility to uphold the values of this great university. We are deeply sorry. We are deeply sorry to both universities, the conference, our fans, alumni, supporters, 
and of course all of our student athletes past and present out of the respect for out of respect for the integrity of the investigation it would be irresponsible for me to comment further uh, we'll have more updates as we learn more I'm happy to ask, answer any questions about the game uh, or the upcoming game at Illinois. So with that, I'll open it up. This is about your culture because you said there was a small number, you stressed there, was, there were a small number of people involved, but yet a larger number of kids did nothing to stop it. What does that say about your culture? Yeah, well, the, 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 culture, the culture as we define it is uh, how we live and behave every day. Um, and that, that's, what, that's what our culture is. And our culture um, you know, was not represented in, in that way. Did it upset you that kids didn't try to stop it? Pardon me? Did it upset you that kids didn't try to stop it? So, so, you know, without going into any further details, you know, because there's an ongoing investigation, you know, I'm not going to be, um, you know, irresponsible and comment further about everything. Mel, I'm wondering on the incident, what, who did you hear from and how quickly afterward did you hear about it? Mm -hmm. And I, I guess when you did, from a personal level, when you reviewed the video and everything, what was going through your mind in that? Yeah, so, um, you know, I was, I was one of the last of the, the Spartans to come off the field. And I was, uh, you know, my, my response, you know, my uh, responsibility was to try to get our players off the field safely. So um, all the players were, were ahead of me, and I, I was pulling up the rear. And um, so, um, you know, went into the locker room, addressed the team, went and did radio. And then before I got with you guys um, at the presser, um, I was made aware that, that there was an incident, but I didn't have any specifics. Um, and so, and I told, and I told, I told you all that at that time. And so, um, I was able to gather um, information on Sunday morning and throughout the day um, from, you know, um, our athletic director, the Big Ten Conference, and, um, and like I said, you know, reviewed it and then came to these conclusions. And um, and now there's an investigation, and you know, we're gonna, you know, let that play out. And from the personal level, just seeing and kind of feeling, as a coach, should not your head. Yeah, obviously, um, you know, obviously, um, you know, you know, we're sorry for, you know, for, you know, for, you know, what happened. Just like I just, I just mentioned, um, and uh, you know, and we're, you know, we're. You know, we're moving forward best we can. Fellow head coach can't control everything his players do 24-7. How much responsibility do you take for this? Yeah, so um, that, you know, that, that's a great question. And so, um, you know, what, I, what I've done, um, 
you know, and taking action um, is that's part of my that's part of my responsibility. And so, you know, again, I talk about accountability and things like that. And so, you know, that's what I am. That's what I'm doing. Oh, I'm curious. I know um, the athletic directors have spoken. All that. Have you spoken to anyone? Have you spoken to Jim Harbaugh or anything like that since this happened? I have not. Do you intend to? Or I haven't spoken to him yet. What was your message to the team then? Once I assume this morning before mm-hmm. practice, what was the message overall to your team? Was it just about the game, or did you kind of bring everything into it? We started. We started with this, and then and then we moved on. You know, we moved on to to Illinois. And that was Mel Tucker earlier this afternoon. Any slancing at his weekly press conference talking about the tunnel fiasco. Harbaugh also met with the media like he does each and every week during the season. And he was a little bit more emotional and fired up. Yeah, I'll provide an update. Uh, uh, right now we have an uh, ongoing police investigation. Um, what happened in the tunnel was egregious. Sickening to watch the videos, the ones that are uh, that are on social media right now, and uh, also the ABC tunnel cam. It's in a in a um, higher elevation that shows shows much more of uh, of what took place. Um, as I said, those are those are uh, sickening to watch. Uh, there needs to be accountability. There needs to be a full thorough, timely investigation. I can't imagine that these uh, will not in, um, uh, that they won't I can't imagine that this will not result in criminal charges. The videos are uh, are, uh, are bad and um, it's clear what, what transpired. It seems uh, very very open and shut. you know as they say, uh, watch the tape. Um, I'm coming from this from a perspective of uh, of being a parent, and these young men um, are entrusted to me by their families and to our program, and we have the responsibility to each player uh, to treat them like our own, and I take that responsibility very seriously. Um, An apology will not get the job done in this instance. Uh, There should be serious consequences. Uh, for the the many individuals that are culpable. And on behalf of the 2022 Michigan football team, um, our players, our coaches, our staff, our university, um, this has been a very traumatic experience um, for everybody, especially uh, for uh, Jaden and Jaman, and um, we will support them. Will support, support, support them, and uh, and their families in every possible way. Um, that's it. Just so you guys know, things that we're not unable, we're unable to comment on. So with some of these comments may be limited, but we'll get started with questions. I know we started on the right here with Larry. Jim, can you give us any sort of health update on those two players? Yeah, they've been uh, they've been they've been checked out. They've got uh, they have injuries. Isaiah? Jim, it seems like every year or every other year there's something that happens in this rivalry. Do you think that just generally when it comes to this Michigan-Michigan State rivalry that things have gone too far? No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't buy any um, 
excuse that's going to be laid off on the rivalry or the tunnel or uh, any any other thing that somebody could possibly blame. These are the actions of, of these individuals, and they need to be accountable for them. I left Aaron. Jimmy, talking to the players, do you know what prompted all of this? It was two of our guys walking up a tunnel, and then uh, the, uh, exactly what the video shows from there. The words exchanged? You've been talking to the guys? I mean, what? You guys have to uh, understand there are certain things we have to let the uh, legal process play out, so we'll put a comment on a lot of things. So, Corey? Um, since the incident, have you spoken to uh, Coach Mel Tucker? And if not, do you have any plans to just go talk about the incident? No, he has not reached out. Coach, do you think that the uh, coach sets the tone for a team's behavior? <clears throat> I'm not going to make a comment about that, uh, and I'm not going to put it off on any other excuse uh, or place. As I just mentioned, uh where people will try to go, like it's it's something other than the action of these individuals. All right, one go. Jim, I know it's still ongoing, but is are there any other of your players that were hurt or involved, or are we just talking about the, the two that we've seen? Those are the those are the two. Yeah. Larry, um, Jim, I asked this. Uh, why were those two players not with the rest of their team separated from Michigan State? Again, try to, uh, they were walking up the tunnel. Um, exactly how they have each of the last, the last games. Those two players uh, did the same thing. The Penn State game did the same thing. The, uh, you know, the previous games. Um, they, they, they go up the tunnel. With the other players. As you guys know, we're going to start moving on to some questions for the next to move on here. But well, coach, just one last question about the tunnel. In terms of, might there be any changes, and might the Big Ten get involved in any of this as it pertains to trouble in the tunnel? You know, again, we've been we've been doing the the tunnel's been in existence for nearly a hundred years. When it comes to the halftime, uh, there's a there's a specific procedure the visiting team is closest to the uh to the tunnel they exit and go up the tunnel first um michigan team comes to about half field just past half field uh forms almost a uh, a crescent moon uh wait till all the the uh the visitors and their staff have gone into the tunnel once they're into the tunnel completely into the tunnel and the Michigan's team starts moving into the tunnel. The other team goes up to the tunnel. They turn left, go into their locker room. The Michigan team follows and then goes into, goes into our tunnel. After the game, we've never had any kind of incident. Uh, and that's, and that's, those are the people that are accountable. That, I mean, the video shows, you know, four, five, six on one, and four, five, six on another, dragging them into a, uh, a Jaden was was pulled into a. Uh, well, you saw it. You're some uh, where the where the media is in that hallway. So, Angelique, Jim, I was wondering the chronology. 
was Jane, there were some reports that Jane was trying to break up the, the incident with, with Jamon. Is, is that how that transpired? Yeah, though they've given all their statements to the to the police and uh, they were walking up the tunnel together. You can see that in the video. Uh, Jamon was was punched and then yeah, Jaden was trying to help. Uh, and I'll let the investigation uh, proceed from there. And that was Jim Harbaugh earlier at his weekly football presser and the first ten minutes of that about the tunnel incident. I listened to this twice today, and I loved what he said. He didn't condemn Tucker or Michigan State football. He says it's the action of individuals. And how many times do we just group everybody together because of the action of individuals? I, I His leadership, he showed in that, what is it, eight-minute statement and Q&A I think that's some of the best I've ever heard from Jim Harbaugh, ever. Niners, Stanford, anywhere he's ever been the head coach. That's leadership. And he he didn't pile on Tucker. He didn't pile on Michigan State. He didn't talk about little brother. He didn't go anywhere. He talked about the actions of individuals. And unfortunately, those individuals played for Michigan State because I believe all involved will never put on a Spartan uniform ever again. And the latest video that Brad Galley from ABC TV 7 out of Detroit posted and I retweeted and shared at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, you now get additional footage that shows other players. State's not going to get out of this by suspending four guys who don't contribute. And I get your three and five. But it looks like there are some starters involved. And if they're not suspended tonight after that video has gone public from ESPN, then you're going to get into some really heavy issues for Tucker and the program. And listening to Mel Tucker, I hear a guy who's real and really let down by what happened. Forget the game. They they were in it for a minute. And then you could see Michigan just take over in the second half like they've done the entire Big Ten season. But this is bigger in football. You're talking about guys getting their faces rearranged with helmets. And if I'm Michigan State, I better look at every video and every guy that was part of that needs to be suspended and kicked off your football team. I don't care if he's a starter an All-American, a future NFL draft pick, or your leading tackler. He needs to be shown the door. Matt Charbonneau was there in the hallway. He was the first guy I saw tweet about the situation from the Detroit News. He follows Michigan State football. He'll join us next. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. 
It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top right! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. A hard-fought battle on homecoming for the Detroit Lions had them fall at Ford Field to the Miami Dolphins 31-27 on Sunday. The Lions honored legendary Hall of Fame running back Barry Sanders with Chris Spielman addressing the crowd at halftime to announce that Barry will get a statue at Ford Field, only fitting for the back who turned defenders into stone all throughout his career. Head coach Dan Campbell spoke about his feeling after the game and just how close this team is to turning the corner. My thought is is that as frustrating as it is, I know how close we are because we are still talking about one play. And the hard thing is to just uh, keep doing your job, you know, and staying in the thick of the storm. The Lions dropped to 1-6 on the season. This Sunday, they'll host NFC divisional rival Green Bay, who is 3-5 this year at 1 o'clock on Fox. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Rock and country music's hardest hitters join forces. Five Finger Death Punch. Brantley Gilbert. With special guest Corey Marks. November 9th, Van Andel Arena. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Five Finger Death Punch's new album, Afterlife, out now. Five Finger Death Punch and Brantley Gilbert, live. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer as we broadcast from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. As expected, a very fast-moving, busy Monday with the tunnel conversation in regards to what happened after Michigan, Michigan State. New video has come out from ESPN that Brad Galley from ABC TV 7 in Detroit posted. I did share it at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I would assume that Michigan State will have more suspensions tonight. If they don't, and they just ride with backup guys and no names who try and take the fall, then this thing will continue to get uglier. That video is up at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Now, the first wind I got of this is I 
was leaving the Brands in Cascade where we had our huge watch party with Mike Brand Sr. on Saturday night. I get in my car. I'm debating whether I want to do a Facebook Live, but it's late at night. I'm not going to do it. And all of a sudden on my Twitter feed, I see Matt Charbonneau from the Detroit News who follows Michigan State with some video of a fight. And I could see Michigan State. You see the players' names. And I'm like, what in the hell's going on? So then I, I go look at his timeline, and there it is, uh, the tunnel. And Matt's standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend? Good, Hugh. How's it going? Good. So was, was that video you got from someone else, or was that you standing there? That's me standing there. Uh, you know, it was it was just a, it was kind of by chance because normally I'm not down there as the game ends. I'm finishing up writing and posting something right away. But this was at Michigan and Angelique Singelis, who covers Michigan, was was writing that story. So I had a I was able to go down a few minutes early and just the the interview room for the visiting team is right next to the visiting locker room. So just happened to be in the tunnel as everyone was coming up and and you saw what happened next just kind of in that spot right then and grabbed the phone and started recording so you're watching this what what are you just thinking not as a journalist but just as a person seeing this i'm shocked i think you can hear me say on there what is going on you know because it was so outrageous. i was struck by so many things that this was actually happening that there was one guy, uh, you know, when I when I when it hit me that gosh, there's one guy down there getting thrown down and hit and kicked and all that. I couldn't believe that was happening in front of me. And then I I, I was struck by how many people were standing around watching. You know, police officers, people working in the tunnel. I didn't know what it. It's like it's almost like everyone was so shocked it was happening. It took a minute for people to act, and then um, it was it was mostly chaos. But it was it was shocking that that's. You know that's what we were watching. We, we've seen, you know, we know this rivalry is is what it is, but it's mostly been talk, right? You just, you, you know, you talk big and talk trash, and that's fine. But I, I didn't expect to see it come to this. It, it, it was shocking to say the least. All right, so the ESPN uh, different angle of it uh, from down towards the Michigan State locker room was that the same melee you filmed, or was that another altercation? That that one on ESPN was kind of on the other side of the hallway, and I was blocked from that by by the big crowd that was in front of me that I was filming. Matt Charbonneau, I think I know that mobile reception sound. He's at the Breslin. Spartans have a game tomorrow, and he's probably there watching practice just when he's getting ready to deliver where he was on that ESPN video, which is another group that I think should be suspended. You there, Matt? All right, Superfly, why don't you try and call him back? I I had the question laid out. People are driving. They're stopping their car. They're like, I got to hear this. I'm telling you, he's at the Breslin. $100. He just got done because he probably does the Mel Tucker press conference, writes stories, then talks to Izzo, watches practice. That's my guess. Do we got him? We got him back now. Now, are you at the Breslin, Matt? Actually, no. I'm just in a terrible area. Oh, I thought. Oh, well, boom! I I I bet Superfly a hundred dollars he was at the Breslin. I, they don't have their exhibition until tomorrow. But uh, so, take me back now to the new footage. Uh, there's a there's a second altercation in that tunnel. 
uh, that there hasn't been a lot of video on. And this is the one I think that really got Harbaugh fired up. And we had his press conference. We played the snippet uh, earlier and the same thing with Mel Tucker. But uh, so this second altercation is going on. What after you recorded the first one? Yeah, it's after or maybe maybe simultaneously because it's it's kind of on the other side of the hallway there. And when I'm filming, you I just couldn't see around all the people, you know. So I saw kind of saw that later as well on the other videos. And then seeing that ESPN one, you know, the ones you saw before were a little grainy. This one was a lot clearer, and that's when you understood why Kari Crump was involved in you know included in the players that were suspended because he's clearly the guy swinging his helmet there, which you didn't. You couldn't see on my video, and I didn't see personally because, again, I was behind a bunch of guys and not a lot of room in that tunnel. So th- those videos, that video, certainly the ESPN one, was, gave you a clear view of what happened with that part. I still I, I look at both videos, and I, I see more than four guys that should have been suspended, Matt. That's just my honest opinion. And, again, I can't well, get all the names. I, I look at both videos. I do wonder if there's another wave of suspensions coming for Michigan State tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, that, that's a tougher question. I, I will say that night when a lot of us were watching it, the three names we all picked out were the first three guys that were suspended, which were you know Brown, Young, and Angelo Gross. Those were those to me. Those three were very clear of what they were doing. Were there, now there were other guys around, and you could see other guys just walking by, like what the hell's going on. You could see some guys telling people to get get to the locker room. Other guys were, you know, did they did they push a guy in there, whatever, maybe, maybe there's another angle that shows that. And if that does, you see that I, I noticed Jacoby Windman a lot clearer in this one near the Kari Crump helmet swinging incident. You know, maybe his name comes up now as a guy who's got to sit. So perhaps it does. I don't know. I did hear you say, you know, backups and whatever. I mean, Angelo Gross has started 25 games. Right. Um, Zion, Zion Young started, has started the last two at defensive end. Um, yeah, the other two guys are backups. So I, I don't know if their playing status really matters at this point, but yeah, you know, especially Jacoby Winman, the starting linebacker at this point, if, if they deem what he did there based on the DSPN video, I, I think he'll get suspended as well, but may, maybe we hear more tonight, maybe tomorrow. We'll see. Yeah. And I was thinking that gross, not really the backups, but uh, not name players that, that might've been more what, yeah. what I was trying to uh, get at. And Winman, I, I do, when I look at the ESPN thing, I'm like, I, I know he may be your, you know, this side of Henderson, your best defensive player. Uh, he, yeah. he he may have to sit with the rest of the group until the investigation is done just to be safe yeah. if you're Michigan State, right? Yeah, and the disappointing thing is we got to talk to him after the game and we asked him what happened and he kind of played it off like, oh, there was, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Yeah, so It's disappointing to know he actually were right in the middle of it. So, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't shock me to see his name added to the list here in the next day or so. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Matt Charbonneau, he was there uh, when it all began, the tunnel. Uh, his two-part series will be a, an epic book. I'll keep you posted on because uh, I, when I immediately saw that, I'm sitting in the lot at the Brands and Cascade after my Michigan Michigan State watch party. Which, to be honest, it was a boring ass game. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, kind of like State had a few chances, and then Michigan just decided to kick field goals to keep them in the game and pulled away in the second half, like they have all Big Ten season, but. Uh, when I saw it, it caught me off guard too. Like, wow! I in so much was how many people are in that tunnel? This is what I don't understand. How are there not 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 your security force? How are there not Washtenaw County deputies or state police presence in that tunnel? Two guys or women at every door. 
Yeah, and there are police in that tunnel. There absolutely was. I I was standing next to one who did very little when it was all spilling right into us. I, I don't know. I, 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 obviously, that tunnel is narrow. It's not the grace, greatest setup. You know, not to get into a big debate of whether they should change it, but they should, at the very least, that security and the, and the police should be, I, I don't know, they should should be a little more operational. It seemed everyone was just standing around. So it, it, it was. it's very crowded. If you've been in that tunnel, it's not exactly very wide. And when everyone's coming in off the field, it, it's, it's tight quarters. So I can imagine if tempers are flaring, who knows? I mean, I'm not naive enough to think the Michigan guy's just walking down their mind on his own business. Still, you know, it doesn't justify what, what we saw, not by any stretch. But um, it, it's, a, it's a tough squeeze in there after a game. And with both locker rooms basically across the hall from each other, well, we, we've seen it and you saw it get really bad Saturday. Matt, good stuff. I appreciate you joining us. I know you're a busy man. Uh, we'll connect soon. Thanks, dude. Talk to you. All right. Matt Charbonneau from the Detroit News. He follows everything Michigan State sports, and he was there in the tunnel when it all began. Yeah, the, the new ESPN video, just like he said, as I mentioned before he we went to him, I think there'll be new names added to the list sooner than later. They don't want to take a chance and say they didn't sit this guy because he's a name player. This isn't about football right now. It's about doing the right thing. We do have one final segment straight ahead. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager with BetMGM, sign up with BetMGM or log in today and take advantage of the BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement and passion. 
moments with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours. At the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live wrapping up a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Right now, everyone can get boosted winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE when you sign up. I just told Superfly from on and off air, the way we handled the story start to finish, uh, one of the Best broadcast Superfly has ever produced and that we've delivered across uh, the Michigan Sports Network. Well done. If you missed any of it, all the interviews, all the huge opinions, just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and catch up if you missed any of today's show. Big. Bad. 